0: Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, on the Locked On podcast network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-A-S. But you can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals, and that's where I'll be doing the live tweeting of all the Royals games through spring training and through the season. So you're going to want to follow at Locked On Royals on Twitter, and then you can also Email the show, LockedOnRoyals at gmail.com. This is the final episode of the week. We've had three shows this week, but on Monday, we ramp back up to five shows a week from now until after the winter meetings in December. So get ready for a ton of content from Lockdown Royals about the Kansas City Royals. And on this episode, we're going to talk about some news and notes around spring training and also dive into what questions need to be answered this season, what has to be decided by the end of the year, so we can know where this team stands at the off-season and what has to get better or what has to improve in some way, and all that fun stuff. But I do want to start with just the simple news and notes from spring training. You know, the the big thing that jumps out right now is the confidence that this team has, and every team has confidence. So if you can't have confidence on March 1st, right? If you have confidence in February, then you will never have confidence. So every team feels good right now. Uh, but what the Royals are saying and putting out there in the public eye and, and putting out there for public consumption, what they're saying is different than just the typical, you know, this is uh, spring training, this is just what people say to get amped up for the season. I mean, you have Whit Merrifield out here saying that he wants the media and the fan base and the organization to hold them accountable and to, and to hold them to that standard of winning this year, and to not look at this year as a developmental year, but this year as a go win it this year. And then he follows that up. As he said that a couple of days ago, he follows that up today with, look, we're going to go to the playoffs and when we're going to make the playoffs and we're going to be playing in, in the fall. And, and I mean, just putting such immense pressure and expectation on, on themselves, And if they want to be treated that way, if they want to be held to that standard, we can do that. I mean, we, we can absolutely hold the feet to the fire about this team, but I think it's important to realize that although they're saying this, so much has to go right to reach the postseason this year as we transition back to only the two wild cards. There's no expanded postseason. It's not a shortened season. At the expectation level for the fan base, at least, and the players should always, on every team, expect the postseason. But for the fan base, at least, you should expect a third-place ball club. And I'm not going to go back and forth on this anymore. I had been going back and forth, but but with the confidence that they've done, you know, that they've had at spring training, and the moves that they've made to this point, this is a third-place ball club. Anything less than that would be a bit disappointing. Now, wouldn't it wouldn't be disastrous. It would not be disastrous at all. But it would be disappointing if they cannot outduel Cleveland. If they, if they do not finish right below Chicago and Minnesota at, at third, then it will be a bit disappointing. I think that this team has the right to be confident because unlike other teams, right, like the Rangers or the Orioles or any of these other bad teams, they do not have a pathway to be good this year. Like It's, it's sad, but, you know, Seattle, they have no pathway to be good this year. With the Royals, there is a world in which they're really good. Now, that world takes literally everything breaking their way. I mean, literally everything. It takes seven guys having a bounce back a year. It takes just everyone clicking at the exact same time and the exact same moment on the exact same team. How often does that happen? Not very often, but it has happened before. And it's happened in Kansas City before. So it's possible, which is more than most teams can say. But that should not be, I don't think, the expectation level, although... With the, with the quotes from Mike Matheny, from Whit Merrifield, from Brady Singer, from all these guys talking about the postseason, it cannot help but get you excited for this year because it's not like the Mariners are saying this. Again, it, this is a team that legitimately could do it. It's just a long shot. It's a dark course opportunity. And that feels a whole lot better than being entering spring training on a team that is going to for sure lose 100 games, This this team is not. This team should be, at worst, a third-place team. And if everything w- works out perfectly, they should be a wild card team. So I thought that the confidence was interesting. And, and I know, again, at spring training, everyone's in the best shape of their life. Everyone has all their good stuff. But still, this year feels different in terms of the confidence level. And if they do go on some magical run and they do somehow reach the postseason, uh, then it'll all get tied back to them being this confident in spring training. And you know what? Confidence is a dangerous trait to have in baseball. And if they're this confident right now, if they can weather the storm that first month, they're going to feel really good about themselves because they have an opportunity in that first month to really gain traction and really make noise. The, the, the hardest teams that they play in that first month is Tampa Bay and Toronto. Other than that, you play, you, know, you play Cleveland and you play the White Sox. And then you just play a bunch of slop. If you weather that storm of the Rays... Blue Jays, Cleveland, and the White Sox, and you beat up on on the you know the the Pirates and the Rangers that you play that first month. If you can do that, then the confidence level will shoot to the roof even more so, and that can really carry you throughout a season. Like people tend to dismiss the April games, but they count just the same as the ones in September. But again, this April schedule, you start against Texas, then you go to Cleveland. Look, if you want to be a third-place ball club, you got to beat Cleveland. That that cannot be some scary feat, especially with that lineup, or lack thereof, from Cleveland. And then you play Chicago White Sox. And and Chicago, I think, is a much better team on paper than Kansas City. But don't get swept, and then you're you're still staying afloat. And then you go play you know, L.A. Anaheim. You play the Angels. You play Toronto. You play Tampa Bay. It's a a tough little stretch, but you should be able to take two or three from the Angels and then, again, just piece it together against the Blue Jays and the Rays. And then after that stretch, you finish the month with Detroit, in Pittsburgh, you should sweep Detroit and sweep Pittsburgh to really make yourself f- feeling good after April, heading into a May that's dominated by divisional opponents. So I think that this April stretch will be critical for this Royals team if they want to truly make noise and truly make the postseason. The other tidbit coming out of Royal spring training right now is something that I find eerily similar to what happened last year. and We're going to get to that. After the break, but first I want to tell you about a good friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right. 20 years ago, I was three years old, but I could have been going to rockauto.com if I knew how to work the internet. I could have been going to rockauto.com and buying all the parts that my car would ever need. I can just go to rockauto.com. I can put my make, my model, my year into their database, and they're only going to show me car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. That way, I am not wasting any amount of time or money or resources. I can just simply let them do all the work for me and only show me car parts that I can actually use and need and not the other way around. And they, these guys at rocker.com do not upcharge you. They are consistent with their reliably low prices. All the parts your car will need with their amazing selection. Check them out today at rockout.com and then tell them lockdown sent you and the how did you hear about Spox? box and they'll know what to do from there. So again, rocker.com tell them lockdown sent you and the how did you hear about Spox? box and they'll know what to do from there. Amazing selection Reliably low prices, all the parts you're they really need, rockauto.com. Visit them again today until the Lockdown sent you in the How to You About Us box. I also want to tell you about our good friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds, props, and almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today for a free account and receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code Locked On. But online, your online sportbook experts. And before we come back on you table, our good friends over at Locked On today—it's a brand new podcast. It is fantastic. Today on Locked On Today Podcast, rumors are swirling about how long Albert Pujols will be uh, in baseball still. Is he the best player of this generation? Get more on that story and all the other breaking news around sports on the Locked On Today Podcast. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast from, including the Radio.com app. If you want to hear that segment about Albert Pujols, I played it at the end of yesterday's show. So go back and listen to that. Get a taste for what Locked On Today is all about. You will not want to miss it. So check it out, Locked On Today, anywhere you get your podcast from. Now the storyline that's coming out of Royal Spring Training that's eerily similar to last year. It's revolving around Daniel Lynch. Daniel Lynch is impressing every single person that gets to lay their eyes on him, which is what Brady Singer did a year ago. And typically, before last year, I would wave that off as, yeah, you know, he can have a good spring and maybe he even deserves to start with the club, but. You know, ultimately you got to play the service time game. And and that was my opinion about Brady Singer that you have to play the service time game. Now Singer was helped out by the injuries that 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 the that the uh, Royals had to start the year. He was helped out by the injuries for sure. But he earned his way onto the team with his play as well. I mean, he was not some some right time, you know, right spot, right time situation. He truly took a spot in the rotation and it just so happened that the decision was made even easier for management to give him that to, to give him that you know opening day spot because of the injuries with Daniel Lynch. It seems the same way. I mean, it seems like he's going to use this you know, spring training. And he's going to show that he deserves to be in Kansas city on April 1st. And the Royals have been on a good run here of not playing the service time game of being pro player of being the, the staple organization that only cares about winning and only cares about doing their players. Right. And doesn't care about manipulating rules. So if Daniel Lynch can come out here and if he can shove and if he can be amazing in spring training and earn a spot in the big leagues, it does so much for this team. Because to me, the best way to utilize a Mike minor or a Danny Duffy is to get them in the bullpen. That is where they've had the most success in their careers. They're getting up there in age. I don't really trust them as a long-term starter. I would love both those guys exponentially more if they were in the bullpen. Like my feeling about how much how much productivity Kansas City would get from them would be through the roof if I knew that they were going to come out of the bullpen. And with Jacob Junis throwing lights out and with Daniel Lynch throwing lights out, that could be what the doctor ordered. And that that could be a pathway for Kansas City to elevate that bullpen that has some question marks right now, and to make their team all around better. Sure, you're going to have the growing pains. You're going to have the growing pains of you know. The same thing you face with Daniel Lynch. I mean, the same thing you face with Brady Singer, the same thing you face with Chris Poo, which you're gonna have games where he looks like a rookie out there, but that just accelerates the timeline even more because now you're not dealing with that in July, we are not dealing with that next year, whenever next year is really the go for it here. We've talked about that before, but these moves have all set up for 2022 to be the okay, this is the year where you absolutely have to make the postseason. And if you can get the rest off of and and the and the rookiness, you know, the the new shine off of Daniel Lynch right now. Heading into that 2022 year, no matter what happens this year, it's a really good thing for Kansas City. So I think that he has a chance to take it. Ultimately, it's just hard for me to see a ability for Daniel Lynch, no matter how good he is, to supplant a Danny Duffy or Mike Miner because you have to lock in Brad Keller. You have to lock in Brady Singer. You have to lock in Chris Bubich. And then the veterans are going to get their shot. They're going to get their shot to start the year. So that makes you, that makes five starters on a team in which is not going to need a fifth starter until like April 12th. And therefore just kind of be silly to start Daniel Lynch's clock. If you're not gonna have him in the rotation, again, injuries can happen. You can get the same breaks, you know, quote unquote breaks that Brady Singer got, but it would make no sense to have him on the opening day roster. If you don't need a fifth starter till the 12th, and then you already have a fifth starter. So like you would be starting his clock, you know, and, and be losing a year of service time, for nothing because you could have just waited to call him up for a couple weeks and got that year of service time back. So I don't think it'll happen, but on the early onset, it's eerily similar to what happened with Brady Singer last year. And remember, Brady Singer was lights out in summer camp and in surprise. He was just incredible. He was must-watch TV and all of those spring training games. And in fact, he was going to pitch on the spring training day that got wiped out and canceled Due to rain and then due to COVID, and it kind of just ended the baseball season and put it on pause for a little bit. But Brady Singer was awesome in both those, and it really helped him earn that spot uh, with all the injuries. So I think that it's something to monitor moving forward, though, about Daniel Lynch. Can he pull a Brady Singer? Can he be a part of the opening day ball club? Some questions that still need to be answered about Kansas City. Number one is what is Alberto Mondesi? You you have to know after this year, there can be no more, well, you know, you had a good last month. Like they, they, that can't happen anymore. It's put up or shut up time for Mondesi. He's got to have a good year, not a good month, not a good two weeks, not a good eight days. He's got to have a good year. This is the year for him. If he cannot have a good year, it's time to pass by with Alberto Mondesi. And and for him, a good year is simply being a below average hitter. If he was just a below average hitter with everything else that he does, he'd be a really good ball player. So I don't think it's asking too much for him to be a below average hitter. But he has to reach that plateau this year. And, of course, you can surpass that for sure. But if he can just be a below-average hitter, you elevate your roster and your lineup even more than that. How far away are you is another question. I mean, if this team all of a sudden has been planning for 2022 but finds himself fourth place again in a distant fourth or finds himself, God forbid, in fifth place, then all of a sudden you have to readjust your timeline and you have to readjust what your decision-making process is. So it's imperative that this team finishes Third or or extremely close to it, where a couple of balls bounced differently, and they're a third place team. They have to finish in that upper echelon of the MLB, like the top half of it. Not a playoff team, but that to finish somewhere in that range of being, you know, a couple pieces away. Like that's what I want the national media to say. Oh yeah, Kansas City, they're a couple pieces away, sneaky good. Like that's where they should be at the end of the season. At at, at worst. So how far away is this team, and how realistic is that 2022 window? that 2022 timeline that everyone, including the organization itself, has been putting uh, the Royals on track for. And then the last thing you have to figure out is what is Danny Duffy? I mean, what, what are you going to do with Danny Duffy? To me, I you know, he's a free agent this year. I, I know that he's a fan favorite, blah, blah, blah. Again, his best role is a bullpen arm, and if you're not going to put him in the bullpen, I'm not going to give him a, a lot of money to be a fifth starter. If he's not going to accept fifth starter money, then I do not want Danny Duffy back because he's not a good starter, period. He's not very good at all. He'll have maybe one good start a year, and the rest of them, he's shaky after four innings, if you're lucky. So Danny Duffy has to have a a huge year. And look, it's a contract year. He's inspired by wearing the number 30. This could be a storybook type year for Danny Duffy where he just puts it all together for one year, gets a huge payday, and then reverts back to his old self next year. So figuring out what Danny Duffy is and trying to, to read through the contract year type stuff as we see a lot of players elevate their game in a contract year will be fascinating to watch all season long. So we'll be back on Monday to recap the game against the Texas Rangers and start our five-day-a-week podcast from now until the end of uh, winter meetings. So follow me on Twitter at rather than underscore styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals Be good and be good So one another. We'll see you next time on Lockdown Royals.